A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Poe Hitter Podcast. Rob D, the dead Poe Hitter, coming at you with another main event free agent rundown, as well as peeking into the overall competition over on the NPC main event to see who's leading with this little bit of time left to go to get the grand prize. Um, this is that time of the year, you know. This is uh, if you're in head to head playoff leagues or if you're in roto leagues. You know, you're doing everything you can to try to close out league wins or just moving up the the standings at all, just trying to make an impact and giving it all you got. I think I think there's a lot to learn when you're not winning a league that we tend to just shut down maybe a league and, and just not pay attention to it. But if you can move from like 10 to 6 in a roto league, um, you might learn how many home runs can be had, how many runs... Um, how much, how much of a difference you can make in certain categories, um, in a certain span of time. And, you know, you can look at research of what other people have done, but to experience it in your league, you know, there's no such experience as that. So I hope everyone's playing it out to the end and really taking note of things you could learn from league that even, you know, that you're not doing well in. There's always a lot to learn from that. So, um... Got a lot of stuff going on in baseball. You know, we're looking for Albert Pujols to hit 700. Aaron Judge is about to break the American League home run record. Just fascinating time to be a baseball fan. So, hope everyone is ready for the playoffs that will be coming around. And new format. Get to see how that plays out. So, yeah. So, give it all you got in these last couple days for the season. You know. You won't have a chance to put in that work in the league until next year. So, got to leave it all out on the table now. So, does anyone ever get the thing when you're driving and you have on Google Maps or where, whatever type of GPS you're using, it shows you like similar ETA, you know? And it could be like, let's just say you're 10 minutes away from your destination and there's a route for a similar way, which is... 12 minutes, right? To me, that's not really similar. Like, because it's such a small span of time. 10 and 12 minutes. It's not really that similar to me. If it was like a 40-minute ride. And you had a similar route, which was like 38 or 42. I think that's more similar. I don't know if that makes sense at all. But, something was on my mind. Something I wanted to rant about. And also, what is the thing with people who take sanitizer wipes from like a public place you know when i have them available and they pull out like 
the next one on top of what like the sheet they're taking they pull it out so much and then they touch it too so that's the thing like so it comes out they tear it off and now the whole sheet is exposed it's gonna dry out get a whole bunch of germs on it anyway and you put your hands all over it too people need to up their sanitation wipe pull out game you know don't mind me Enjoy this episode. All righty, welcome back to the Poor Hitter Podcast. I am Rob DiPietro, the dead Poor Hitter. I'm here with Todd Whitestone. We're about to bring you another breakdown of Bab from the NFBC main event and breaking down the race to the main event overall championship. Todd, what's going on? Not too much, Rob. We got two weeks to go. I apologize for my internet problems early this week, but... Uh... Still got an exciting two weeks, and it's for for regular baseball and teams making the playoffs as well as the main event. So a lot lot going on these last fourteen days. Yeah, uh, you what are you sweating out? What's your biggest sweat right now? Uh, the biggest one is James Anderson and I are in the main event together, and we are. Last I checked, I didn't look today, but last I checked, we're second to Mark Srebro, uh in the league. And it's a, it all seems to come down to run scored, which is like a weird category. Uh, you know, we, we got to get some people to cross the plate. Um, <laughs> so I don't know quite how to do that, but uh, hopefully people can get on base. You know, it's like that old uh, uh, quote from Moneyball. You know, you got to get on base. So Got to get on base. That, that's it. That's it. That's it. If they don't get on base, it's hard to score. Um but it's going to be exciting. We're going to be close. How about your leagues? Are you, are you still close to Katsurumpus? No. In that one league? Nope. No? Okay. No. It went from like being, you know, possibly doable <laughs> to not even. <laughs> yeah. It went from like two okay. points to 14. And, oh, and, God. and yeah, it's 128, 114. And even Bradley Lebos behind me kind of closed the gap. So now I'm like worrying about third. Just I yeah you gotta just, be just I don't honestly the two league that I'm in second in I don't deserve to win them honestly I I don't I made I made mistakes I made terrible fab uh-huh. choices so I don't deserve to win them I'm gonna be straight up honest about <laughs> that I I feel like I've definitely you know put in a lot of you know work to you know try to win them but ultimately sure. some of the fab choices I made and some of my drops and the amount of fab, I think the, the, the amount of money spent to the amount of money, you know, runner ups, so it's not that anything I can control, but I've, I wasted a lot of too much money and um, uh-huh, uh-huh. just, you know, streamed well, a little bit. I didn't stream Colorado, but I had Toglia from like two weeks ago and specifically for this week. And he just, no one can score in Colorado apparently. Yeah. Yeah, um, I know. I know. Just, just well, I, 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 I took all those uh, Cincinnati hitters last week. Oh, that too. They, they were, they was the lowest scoring team in the league, I think, last week, and they yep. had just a, such an unbelievable schedule. They had nine games, and they just, you know, they were two runs was like a huge output for them. So I, 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 I don't know if you call that a mistake. I mean, it was a good process, but you know. Um, you know, th- there's sometimes, Rob, where 
you make good decisions yeah. and it, it doesn't work out. And sometimes you make bad decisions and it does. It's, uh, it's hard to really <laughs> blame yourself too much because a lot of it is variance, especially the last two weeks. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to be honest with myself. I just, like I said, I don't feel like uh, I deserve to win this league because I just haven't played better than the other guy. Making better moves well, and he has uh, a good team, but I mean, I think I think you're 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 being a little hard on yourself. I think I nah, think, uh, I'm just being no. realistic. Nah, I'm just being realistic. <laughs> you know, I I have to get I have to be better next year. I have to make better choices and just yeah, just been looking back on some some bad moves, some lineup uh-huh. decisions, and uh, yuck. So. We gotta make it better next year. That's the uh, that's the bottom line. Yeah, well, that's the uh, maybe by going over this information from the main event, we can overall glean something and and say, okay, this is what we're gonna try to do differently next year. Um, that's that's my hope in at least writing these articles. My thing is, don't be such a passive, stubborn little fucker when. You know, yeah. a guy like Spencer Strider comes out and you love uh-huh. this. You know, I love the skills. Like, I, there's so many things that I really did well on according to what I look at. And, but I just didn't know the role, you know, and, and just even, sure. even, in, and, and just letting that blind me though was just was stupid because just got to start, you know. Well, I feel like last year, him, so let me, last year I was like very much into not, yeah, taking more chances um, with uh-huh. that small sample and just, you know, buying the skills and, you know, and sometimes it gets the, the, I got to out volume everyone and have, you know, this, 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 and this on the bench, you know, gets, right. gets, gets a little, and like, it's like the route to trying to optimize is also, um, a route to limit yourself, kind of um, something that um, Toby backflip crazy was saying on my pod. Um, uh-huh. It's like kind of caps your your upside a little bit when you play that way, and uh, right. I feel like that happened a little bit this year. Okay, well let me let me tell you a little a little story of what I did, which you, you can make mistakes the other way too, Rob. So I. I tried to get pitchers that I thought were really good, but didn't have a role. So the three guys that I had a lot of shares of were Strider, which turned out great, but also Aaron Ashby and uh, Garrett Whitlock. Mm -hmm. And, and the latter two, I really had high hopes for, and they really hurt my team in the end. I mean, it was, I still think they're talented guys, but, um, so I'm not so sure unless you you really knew that Strider was going to be, uh, you know, far and above the other two. I'm not so sure that the simple uh, view is is the best. Um, you know, th- those three are they're all talented, three talented pitchers. And I'm not sure just taking those guys uh, indiscriminately is the right answer either. Yeah, I just I wasn't aggressive enough. I didn't even put a bid in for him. That's what I'm saying. I just have to reevaluate 
a couple of things. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I could, I could certainly see you should have been bidding on them, but, but it, let's, it wouldn't have turned out any different if you'd bid, but, but had been uh, beaten by somebody else in fab. Um, I, nah, I don't agree with that because I didn't try. I didn't even try. I, I liked it and I just really didn't, I didn't take the, the chance that, uh, I don't know, I just dismissed him because I didn't know his role. And that's right. something I just can't do. Can't make that mistake right, well, next year. Don't dismiss him, but it still doesn't guarantee that you're going to get him, first of all. And secondly, that he's that pitcher is going to perform really well. Um, that's that's the two things. But I agree, you shouldn't dismiss them. Um, but if Aaron Ashby had been dropped early in the season in one of your mains, would you have been, and his role was undefined, would you have uh, tried to get him either? Todd, you're trying to make me feel better about this, but you're not going to. I've already beaten myself <laughs> over the head with it. So all right, all right. I, time I to move on. All, I, all I'm saying is you're you're a good player. You make mostly good decisions. And you can't, you can't just say. Oh, I don't want to be good, Todd. Ones. I fucking want to be great. Uh, Get it? You screwed up, DPA. Jesus throw. Christ. I'm not trying to be like Miguel Andujar. I'm trying to be Aaron Judge, right? Oh. Let's get it straight. Okay. Holy well, moly. Let's well, go. What do we got? What happened in Fab this weekend? Let's go. What happened in Fab? Let's go. All right, fine. Um, in Fab this weekend, we had uh, Domingo Acevedo. Oh, uh, boy. New, new top closer for the Oakland A's, who's actually... I think at this point he's gotten given four saves uh, since since um, he, in the recent days. I mean, I, when I wrote this, he had didn't have four, but he was the top pickup. He was picked up in twenty six leagues. There was nobody that was picked up in thirty or more leagues, uh, but Acevedo was the number one, and he certainly looks like he's worth it over the short term. Um, then there was uh, Hayden Wisniewski, a second. He looks like a could be a good addition for starting pitcher um, for for the Cubs, and then uh, third was Jonathan Daza, your old friend from last year. Oh yeah, uh, who might be hitting first or second for the Rockies, who I'm sure are going to score a lot of runs this week. Um, yeah, and <laughs> what a dud. anyway. Oh my god, dud so far, but it's uh, Thursday, so maybe he can pick up the weekend. Um, but anyway. Those are the top three pickups. All make sense on the face of it. Did you go for any of those three guys? I got um I got Acevedo in the league. Uh -huh. Um let's see who else did I get this week? Got Acevedo and no, did I I got I didn't get Daza. I got outbid for Daza. Um and was Nesky. I didn't get him, even no. though I even though I really really like him. I kind of um I didn't really need pitching um in one league and the other league I didn't have enough money to get him. So sure. um, sure. but I I I really uh I love the skills and I love yeah, his, he looks good. I love his mound presence. I feel like he's got he's got a little bit of uh some 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 mound swagger i listened to the the compound podcast it's with ian happ and um uh -huh. Dak short and uh i forget the other guy but it's not it's you know john boy media um hosts the uh podcast and they it's great if anyone really wants um a good 
peek into how you know how like athletes think and how baseball players think they're really open about a lot of things and it's it's really cool to hear them talk about baseball they got these cool words for certain things it's 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 fun it's a good podcast and they were um and they were talking about him um and how crazy he is because he he i don't know if you like seen him on the mound but he like licks his lips and he sticks out (laughs) his tongue like he does some he's he's fun he's fun and but but they said in the dugout he is completely wired like it's questions 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 it's video it's he like he doesn't take a breath they i said he comes Uh in he comes into the dugout and he just like trying to absorb everything um Uh So they kind of like his energy and what he brings. He's got a crazy, nasty slider that moves a ton. Um, uh-huh. I like it. I like him a lot. I actually uh, in my have a head-to-head league with uh, that I'm in the playoffs in. And we got four pickups a week, and I just streamed him today. So okay, okay. I kind Good. of uh, I had the this other guy's gonna have a lot more starts on me, so I'm trying to. Uh, get maybe get ratios and I don't think I'll have a chance at wins in uh case, but okay. I'll uh I'm hoping for a studly performance from him tonight. From Wesneski. Yeah well, he looked he looked good last time and uh you know he we James and I got him in one of our leagues so uh, we're hoping to uh, see him help us. I think I'm not sure I think he pitches when does he pitch? Tomorrow uh tonight today tonight tonight yep yeah, so he's uh, in fact he's probably just about to start that game. Um, so anyway, uh, th- that was a good pickup. Daza, I'm not sure about that's open for question. Then we had uh, guys like Edward Olivares back from Omaha again. He did homer today. I saw. I'm not sure what he's what else he's done uh, this week, but he did hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Um, so and he's got all the talent. I just wish the Royals would just play him and just just see what he can do. I don't know how they have so many guys all, all the time that they can't play Edward Olivares. Um, <laughs> I know. He, I mean, he has played uh, five straight. So um, at least give him these two weeks to like you know show what he can do. That's big off the IL in five straight. I think it's a good sign that they definitely want to yeah, let him. Yeah. You know they've they've shifted. Uh, Nate Eaton is playing more of this third base. He's got four, four five straight starts at third base. So right, right. I think they're, you know, they know what Dozier is. So they, they're just giving him some spot looks. Um, Taylor has, uh, since he, since all of them back has sat two out of five pros, played three out of five. So Taylor looks like he took a pretty big hit, pretty which hit. really yeah. stinks for my DCs. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he was playing really regularly, not just yep. you know three or four days a week. He was playing like six or seven, uh, you know. So that was yeah. We had him in one league too, and I don't know if he's going to be playable over the weekend. Um, yep. Yeah, Waters has played two out of his last four, and Isbell two out of his last four. So they finally, it looks like Olivares has shift. become the the guy. Yeah, I mean, they fired the general manager in Kansas City, right? So. Maybe they? they're finally saying, yeah, I think Dayton Moore, right? Wasn't they had GM? one? <laughs> <laughs> they're very, very funny. Bro. Um, 
I mean, the Royals, they have to like go more towards development. They can't be, if they're not going to spend money, they got to let the younger players play. They can't be like uh, letting these guys just, just block all these 20 year olds. Yeah. Um, It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Um, I don't know if they know how to develop. Well, they've had real trouble with the pitching, I've noticed. I mean, like Daniel Lynch was supposed to be such a great prospect, right? But uh, he really hasn't developed fully, at least. No. He's definitely been the best out of, I think, the, I mean, well, not Singer, but Hubich and um, uh, the other guy, Cower, right? Jackson Cower. Jackson Cower hasn't come along, right? Yep. Well, maybe they can turn it around with the new GM, maybe hire some better coaches. I don't know what they need, but um, Kansas City is, uh, you know, was a once great franchise in the 1980s. I mean, just, just, and they won the, when did they win the World Series? 2015? I mean, that yep. was like out of, out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, they had a nice little run. They got the back to back, right? Back to back series. Yeah, they um, won one of them, but they, uh, yeah, right. They had that great bullpen at the time. Um, so then uh, the next guy was Wade Miley, another Cub starting pitcher, which, uh, we got Wade Miley in one league, which again, I think is excellent process. And then he went out Monday against a very poor team. I think it was the, uh, Washington nationals, I believe. No, it was the the Marlins. The Marlins. Okay. The Marlins who can't score against, you know, college pitcher and he (laughs) gave up seven runs three earned over three innings so that was that was not great um yeah so that was bad he still has a, i think a start this weekend against the pirates so to maybe that he can sort of help there but um again that really hurts when it's two weeks less than two weeks to go definitely um, definitely you know um he was definitely a popular pickup i i i mean and and not only I think everyone saw it. It was such an obvious uh, target. I heard him on every podcast. I saw him on Twitter, people writing articles about him. It was such a, (laughs) I mean, you could have, so you saw that one from a mile away, you know? And uh, I mean, he, he was pitching well though before that started. I mean, it wasn't like he, he was having bad outings or something. Yeah. uh, he, He actually had strung together two or three good ones, but. Anyway, um, the next guy also was a guy coming off the aisle, Aaron Savale. Um, you know, he's I've never been a huge Aaron Savale fan, but he he's one of those Cleveland pitchers that seems to have good control and um, he works his way around trouble. He's just had a lot of injury problems this year. Uh, so we didn't try for him, really. Did you try for Aaron Savale? No, I I can't get him right, and I'm I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Um, I'm just done diving on him and 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 spending time on whether or not I think it's his time to be effective and right, right. the kind of pitcher I need. So I I, I no. He's sort of part of a stream streamer type guy, and like if he's healthy going into next year's spring training, I wouldn't mind trying to get him late, but I think. I think generally people take him before I get to him. Um, but uh, anyway, he, uh, he he seems to have a lot, a lot of people that like to own uh, him. 
And then your boy is next, Bailey Ober, picked up in 20 leagues. Uh, he was looking pretty good last week, but then I think he already had his outing. It was kind of mediocre uh, for this week. Um, so, you know, again, he's had injury problems. He's been out most of the year. I don't know if you can really expect a lot over the last couple starts, but did you pick him up back up again or did you hold him or what were, what were your? Oh, I held him been? for way too long this year. I had him, uh -huh. he was my most rostered pitcher from, especially in draft champions, but and, and draft champions and fab leagues combined. I had over everywhere and I and held you him. Held, you held him in, in uh, fab leagues, huh? No, not up until this point. I held them just too long in general because oh. he had that like the twins could not report on him whatsoever. You couldn't find a goddamn quote anywhere right, on Bailey right. Ober. It was like a mysterious. I, I was starting to think that he didn't exist anymore, and um, <laughs> it was so crazy. I couldn't believe how you just search the same thing everywhere, and it's the same thing. You see the same thing. Nothing. How can how can have not this not have gotten updated? At all, but um, whenever I did decide to drop him, uh, let's see, um, July tenth, that was too late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, July tenth. Yeah. Yep, that's when I decided, and I, I think I think it was like something about how he, I don't know, it was one piece of news that didn't sound great, and there was no update for a while after that either, and it was just all right. Oh, Machado takes Ryan Helsley deep. <clears throat> whoa, whoa. Okay. By four in the bottom of... Oh, he came in in the bottom of the eighth, Helsley. Hmm. Okay. 30th home run for Manny. So man, the Padres are now in front, five to four? Still down, five four. So still down. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was just going to mention that, you know, I was really uh, disappointed in the Twins starting pitching this year. Mm -hmm. I think... How many guys did they have that that really didn't do what you would hope for some reason, injury or yeah. lack of performance? That they really and the Twins as a whole really underperformed. It yep. just seems like they need a whole jump start. I don't know if they're going to re-sign Correa or what they're going to do, but um, I don't yeah. know. It just seems that that franchise had a rough year. Yeah, but I mean, Ober overlooked. You know, pretty decent this week. Um, I feel like he, he. It just looked like his his slider looks pretty good. Um, yeah. I just think like the off speed command wasn't really there. He wasn't getting any any big time whiffs on pitches that he should have probably getting some whiffs on. But I like it for. I think I think he won't hurt you. That's the thing. I don't think he's. If he, I don't think he's gonna have great starts, but I don't think he'll have terrible starts, and uh, uh -huh. definitely useful down the stretch. But uh, yeah, Bailey, next year, next year I'll be reels uh, right back into him. Probably five innings, three earned runs, seven hits, one walk, three strikeouts. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It was it was against the Royals, so I don't know. Um, all right. Anyway, the last uh, three guys that made my top ten of pickup widest pickups were Zach McKinstry, who actually we did get in one league because we needed some position flexibility, Rob, and then Tyler Wells, who was sort of working his way back from injury, trying to get his pitch count up, and then Carlos Santana, who's was hitting home runs again. 
Um, apologize for the siren. But anyway, uh, those three guys were picked up widely. And uh, McKinstry helped us fill a need. He actually was has been hitting well over the last uh, week or two. And he seems like he's going to get some playing time down the stretch. Yeah, I got I got one, Zach McKinstry. Uh-huh. Um, first player dive I ever did on Twitter. If you want to search that, Todd. Um, so like, first player dive. Yeah, yeah. I have a thing for me and Zach go back, man. <laughs> Me and Zach go back. He was like, "You and Zach go I, back." I I first started playing Dynasty, and I, you know, I started doing so much research on players that I've never, you know, dreamed of right. having to do research on. And um, right. yeah, I got so locked into Zach McIntyre. He had like, uh he had such a cool, awesome bat to ball profile, and um, right. he 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 was really improving this power metrics in the minors and I just saw him as like this ultimate utility guy that the Dodgers would like use like Chris Taylor like they had on the team and right right um they never could get the playing time in Los Angeles and then uh we thought when he left Los Angeles he was going to get a regular role and that really hasn't happened um but he is batting lead off this last week for the Cubs yeah, only because so, Nico's hurt and he's playing. Right, right. Well, you take what you can get at this point, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. At least, at least he's uh, at the top of the lineup. So, um, Wells, I wasn't sure about going for Wells. We didn't end up doing it because I was worried he wasn't going to pitch deep into games. But um, I think he's got a good arm. He's got a re- it's a reasonable gamble to make. Uh, did you, you, you're pretty strong at pitching, but did you have any needs for Wells? No, no, I, again, the guy drafted and I had him for the beginning of the year, but I didn't, I didn't trust him coming back and working Uh his pitch count up. And I didn't really, I wasn't really in love with the matchups. Right, right, right. And then Carlos Santana, he's had a couple of stretches where he's all of a sudden turned in some real power surges. it was really unexpected for me because I thought last year he was kind of like at the end of his tenure. Um, but he's actually been valuable for the Mariners, right? Um, yeah. He's actually gave, given them some help. Um, I don't know if he's done anything today, but um, let's see, Mariners have scored nine runs today. And uh, he, no, he's 0 for 4, so it wasn't him. You gotta pay for the you can't you can't pay for the past stats. I feel like Carlos Santana is such a a good tease with that. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's so still good for one ninety seven, but I don't know one ninety seven is pretty bad. But how many homers does he have? He has like nineteen homers. That's pretty good in in less than four hundred at bats. Yeah, pretty good. If if you just were going for home runs, it was probably a good gamble. Um, anyway, those are the top ten. As you as you sort of said last week, it's it's uh, you know depends on what you needed. Some some main event owners are looking for starting pitchers. Some are you know scrounging for saves. You know everybody only has a few dollars left, so they they're trying to direct it the best way they can for their particular situation. Um, so I wasn't surprised. It was a lot of different stuff. Um, yep, absolutely. And then uh, surprisingly, there were two players that went over over a hundred dollars. Why? 
people have over $100 in this third to last fab, I'm not sure, but uh, Hunter Green and um, let's see, who was the other? Uh, Hunter Green got the $111 bid. It's worth it. I mean, if you got the money, he's the I mean, type of guy you well, want to spend it on. Aristides Aquino got a 103. Uh, nice. He was he was the one guy that actually paid off a little bit for that nine game week because he got a couple of homers, I think. Yeah. He so this whoever this guy was, he picked him up for 103. Um, so that was the uh, the two guys that made it over 100. I'm not sure we're gonna have any more, but. There might be a couple of guys kicking around. Maybe Schwindy City is going to bid over a hundred for a couple of guys. Yeah, Schwindy, Schwindy done. He checked out. He's he hasn't made a move. You figured out in since July or something. Yep. Um, all right. Well, anyway, the average main event team own uh, fab Rob is sixty four dollars. Okay. And and that's that's of course. The total dollars that includes teams like Schwindy City that haven't spent a dime. <laughs> but uh, if you go by last year where we had $57 not spent at all, that means it's more about $7 for the last two periods for the active teams. So that, you know, there are teams probably with 20, 10, 15, and then there's other teams with five, four, you know, and uh, I think that's more accurate than the 64. I just don't think. Most of the teams that are playing it out are are sitting there with sixty four dollars. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, so anyway, uh, I think you got to just be careful. As we were talking to Ryan Venacio last week, and he only had a few dollars left. And you know, when you make that decision of three dollars versus two dollars, it's a big deal because if you only have eight or nine left, yep, I know, <laughs> you know that's. It sounds dumb, but you know, it's do I need the three dollars or can I just go for two or one? Um, so it, we still got two more fab runs to go, and I think people want to save a few bucks for that last period. Yeah, the last a, period is going to be interesting. You're going to pick up a reliever or something, right? I don't know. I, I, I think, I think, I, I think the reliever is. <laughs> I think the the reliever ad yeah. gets I think it's a little overhyped. Well, it's better to have somebody that could pitch. I mean, when a starting pitcher isn't scheduled could, for that. Could month. pitch, yeah, yeah, could pitch, yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, if you got a starter that's not gonna pitch Monday through Wednesday, that's a guaranteed zero. So at least you have hope in your heart. <laughs> yeah. When when you, you have a relief pitcher in there. And if it's a good reliever, that's better. So yeah, I'm not saying it's it solves all problems or anything like that. No, definitely not. But uh, at least it's nice to have you know six or seven active pitchers instead of instead of two. Um, you know. Yep. Good point. Anyway, uh, back to the Coliseum. So this was a good week, Rob. In my opinion, anyway, we mm -hmm. had Rafael Montero, who gave four saves over the three weeks since his big pickup uh, when Presley was sidelined. So that and his numbers are, were really good. No, zero ERA, 0.13 whip. So he was a win. Then Manning, Matt Manning was a push for me because he had a 5.03 ERA. He had two kind of lousy starts and two good starts. Um, 
he gave us a win. I don't know. It was kind of in the middle. I'm not sure what to think about Manning. Mm -hmm. He's he's a tough one for next year, whether you really try to draft him or not. Yeah, definitely. Think he's, he's got potential, but I would recommend not not trying to go for him early, at least, you know. Uh, who knows what Detroit's going to be looking like next year. Um, and then uh, the last two guys were Brian Bayo, who had some good numbers. I don't know if you got him anywhere, but he had a 2.66 ERA with a win. Uh, so that w worked out very well. Um, he had 20 Ks and nine uh, walks. So that was nice. Um, so I think he definitely got over the bar for 15 team leagues. And then yeah. Brandon Hughes. Brandon yeah. Hughes gave two saves. He had some nice numbers. He's not been used every time in closing situations by the Cubs. But uh, in terms of just sticking him in your lineup, he certainly hasn't hurt you. And he gave you those two saves, which is very helpful. Yep. So that was three wins and a push, which is, you know, the, the numbers are pretty good as we've gone over this year. 38% <clears throat> good pickups. 20 versus 24% all of last year. Well, we're getting better at this game, Todd. Yeah. We're getting yeah. better. Getting better. Maybe it's uh maybe next year will be even higher. Who knows? 50%. Could it be? I don't 50, know. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that's tough. That's maybe we'll, I think we'll that's go backwards. I think we're gonna go backwards. <laughs> yeah, I think I think 24, I feel like that's more the norm than the 38, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, then in terms of the standings, we have Scott Jenstad, who jumped into the lead for the first time, uh, first time at the end of a week anyway. He he passed Bob Kremitola, um, who's been was in first for I think seven or eight weeks in a row. Um but Scott, at, the, at this time on Monday morning, was only six points ahead, and so there was it was there's no way this is over at this point. Um, so it could be very exciting at the last in the last two weeks uh, between these two and Ben Tidd is in third, Ned Donahue fourth, Mershak and Khan are in fifth. It's a uh, I don't know that it's going to, it's not going to be the runaway that Phil Dassault had last year. It's going to be very close and could be very exciting for these, these top five or 10 owners. Yeah. Got some interesting, uh, they have some interesting players that are alike on these teams. Then Joe Ryan is on like six of the top 10 teams. Cause uh -huh. I noticed like every, Notice when he pitches his last two really good games that everyone has a huge arrow up. <laughs> right, right, right. So made me go into that a little bit, but um, yeah, yeah it's, Ryan's um, been good. Ryan's been the one good uh, starter in the Twins rotation, I think. Yeah, the one, the one they could rely on. Um, but yes, yeah, Steve Weimer is seventh and eighth place as of Monday morning. Craig Clark ninth. Bob Katsarumpas is sixth, and Scott Fleming is tenth, and he also has another team in the top twenty. Scott Fleming. Um, so anyway, great job by those guys. I'll, I'll tr be trying to follow it, and uh, I apologize for the lack of data on my article this week. Rob DiPietro was was good enough to let me post on his site when uh, SP Streamer was not available, and uh, I couldn't make it work with the. 
uh, Excel charts, but hopefully I'll be able to do that this coming week. Um, so anyway, I appreciate your help, Rob. And, uh, you know, you it's going to be. Did you get ahead. a retirement package from SB Streamer? You know, I, I, I texted Michael and he he's not responding to me on that. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's done with it. He's so done. He's so done. I think, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was something that he knew that the website had a shelf life and it was only going to be available through the middle of September. And I just think there was just not much he could do. And he just, he just basically ready to move on to the other things. I think he's working on a new business venture and other things. So, um, anyway, I didn't, he didn't really, uh, he didn't really seem enthusiastic about my, uh, new package details that, that I was seeking. <laughs> he, he, he told me he, you know, picking, picking the best dreamers every day got kind of like boring. Yeah. He, needs a, he needs a new challenge. Yeah. I think he, <laughs> I think he wants to do that, but, uh, you know, he still likes to doing the streamer work, but he doesn't want to run an entire website. Yeah. So, um, so he cut yeah. me loose. I'm a free agent, Rob, you know, like, I'm like, Aaron Judge and some of these other guys. I'm waiting for their offers to roll in. Um, when are we going to see you in the Coliseum? <laughs> <laughs> in the Coliseum, uh, I think my numbers. I'd be on a, the losing side. Yeah, <laughs> losing. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm going for a long term deal. What do you think? I should, can you be my agent? Oh man, no. I'm a. I don't think I don't think you want me at the negotiation table. <laughs> Okay, fine. fine. Uh, I can organize other. for you. I'll get some people, you know, to, you know, to help you. But uh, I can't. I, I can't do. I can't put it together. No. Nah. Okay. Nah. I, I'm okay. gonna get I'm, crazy. I'm, it's gonna get bloody if if I'm in I'm there. Gonna, uh, I'm interested in getting incentive clauses. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I always yeah. like that in, in in players' contracts when they have these like you know if he gets twelve hits you know whatever whatever you know. He gets this this hundred k or whatever. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if I, I can negotiate that. Like all the ones that J Rod has in his, um, you know, like if he comes in the top ten in the MVP, if he comes in top five, comes top three, if he wins one, if he wins two, if oh, he wins I did, three. I didn't, I didn't see that he had those. Okay. Oh well, yeah, they're yeah, gonna yeah. Be paying, I, They're going to be paying out some of those, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. He, this stuff that can kick in can be really valuable for him. Um, sure. You know, um, I think he'll definitely be able to pad it up for a good amount that he'll get, you know, on right, top of right, right. what he's guaranteed. So. Right, right, right. So, so tell, tell me, are, are the, are the Mets going to hold off the Braves for the division title? Yeah. What's, what's, what's your prediction? Yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. Okay. So that, they will be the, the number two seed and they would play the winner of the four or five matchup, right? Yeah, the winner of the Cardinals Padres, most likely. Well, Padres, aren't they in the sixth slot? Last I checked, they were six. Um, so it'd be, it'd be Cardinals and Phillies? No, Cardinals, oh, Cardinals would be three. Phillies. Cardinals would be three. The, Brave, the Braves would be four. Braves would be four. Because they'd be the first wild card, so you might have to play the Braves in the uh, in the. But the good news would be no, the no, because the to... second ranked team is going to play the. Um, if everything plays out, oh, one, three, two, three, four, three, six. Two, you're play right. Six. You're right. Yeah. Three, six. 
Yep. So they would play, yes, Cardinals, Padres, Cardinals three, Padres six. So they would play the winner. So you get the Cardinals probably, and the Cardinals would have to at least beat the Padres so they might be uh, run through some of their pitchers. So that might make it easier for the Mets. Sure. We don't okay, need so help. That... We don't need help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm uh, rooting for the Yankees, and I'll take all the help I can get. <laughs> what do you? Yeah. What would you have done without with uh, Aaron Judge's ball? Oh my God, I would have gotten more than the kid got, but you know, I I would I would have given it for something. I mean, people are saying, oh, take it home and. Don't negotiate till you get home and get a lawyer. I mean, I'm not doing that. But uh, but I think there's but, um, I've read some stuff about how um the authentication process becomes really really difficult when you take it home. Yeah, I think that's true. And and it actually, I don't think you can really get it um to like a full level of authentication. So right, 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 um, right, right. You're better off just doing it there and negotiating for what you can get, but to take it home and then say I'm contacting the, the team three days later. I, I don't think that's a good strategy. No, no, no. I, I would have like, if I was going there, I would have done research like on, you know, obviously there's not many of these specific home run balls, like the 60th home run that anyone ever right. hit, you know, but right. if you could just get like, a general idea of what a ball like that might cost on the open market, you know, go to some auction right. sites, go to some baseball memorabilia sites. I don't know. And just have like a number in your head, I guess. And just don't be so greedy. Like, no, no, I don't want to be greedy. But, no, but, but I think shoot high. Yeah. Like shoot a, high. It's like a, a season ticket. I'm not saying, you know, on the first row on the first baseline, but you know, at least you get something. I would have asked for a job with the Yankees or 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 John Boy. <laughs> Ask for a, a job with John Boy. With John Boy or the Yankees, you know, just give okay. me, give me a, give me a six figure job. Okay. I'd be cool okay. with that. Yeah. Okay, that that could work. That's that not could, a lot to ask for. I, I have podcast video. experience. I could I could join the I could join the John Boy media. You could yeah be, be a video choreographer or something. Video choreographer, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that could right. work. That could work. Okay, sure maybe John I could, could provide like you know, like um, audio content to uh, you know, when John Boy <laughs> does the uh, the breakdowns, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, you, know, you could be the voice of like the when the manager when he's arguing, right, right, right. especially if it's like an Italian dude. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. We'll get you to provide the. Uh, the, all the uh, possible things that he would be saying, yes, that would be good. Yeah, I think. See, that's why. That's why you you don't think you'd be a good agent for me, but I think you would be. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think I think those I think those kids, um, you know, were really kind, to put it the least way. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think they um, could have gotten more, even without being too greedy. I think they could have got more. Right. No. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. You like, just, just ask for something like I don't know, like one day. Put it this way: How about one day in the Yankee locker room before or after a game? You know, something like that. That you know, that doesn't cost the Yankees tons of money, but they would probably do it. You know, and uh, you know, sit down with Judge for five minutes or whatever. You know, I think they they would be happy to do that. But right. um, 
you know, I, I, I think uh, I would push for something else. I, I would I would fly my son in from Seattle and I would I would tell him, you know, we're going into the Yankee locker room. You know? so, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. They're probably uh, better off that that kid caught it than one of us. <laughs> but I think the bigger ball, actually, the bigger one would be the 61st uh, rather than 60th. Uh, my Jesus, time- yeah, John was funny. Like um, I was talking last night. I was on uh, the FTN pod with Maddie Davis that he's gonna yeah. be putting out soon, and we had a discussion about this. And my question to him was, you know, so obviously sixty is, is special because he ties Ruth, you know, and right. sixty one you tie Maris, sixty two you pass Maris, right? Right. So my question to him was. If he ends up with like 68, right? Okay. And you caught 65, right? Okay. What's worth more? The 60 that tied Ruth or the the random 65 that doesn't really mean anything? Has to be the one that tied Ruth, right? Because like it has Probably. it has like it has that attachment. It has Babe Ruth attachment to it. It has yeah. high, you know, yeah. because like 65 is okay, it was once the record, but now he's at 68. You know, yeah, I so, agree. I agree. I, I would don't say a, I don't even know why this is a question in my head, but I was just trying to figure out how much each ball right, gets devalued right. get from the one that he hits, the next one he hits. You know, gotcha. like sixty four. Oh yeah, I got the one, and then he hit sixty five. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one that's more important than yours. Like, <laughs> I would say that the, the three most important balls would be, well, actually, sixty, sixty one, and sixty two would all be important. And then probably the last one he the hit last one of yep. the season. So like yeah. if you got sixty eight and you got the sixty eighth one, I think that would be cool. But yeah, sixty five if he got to sixty eight, I mean that's okay, but it's not. I remember, don't you remember when McGuire was going through this and uh, and he was hitting and and he was in the sixties somewhere and the people were fighting over the balls and I don't think that they were worth that much when they were you know, just in the mid sixties or low sixties. Right. You know? Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, anyway, I, I would, uh, it'd be fun to have a ball like that. Maybe that would be the, the benefit would be if you got 65, it'd be fun for you personally to own it. But in terms of value, I'm not sure it would be so high. Yeah. 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 You just, um, the value would be the experience you got from it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. is, which is uh, what sports is all about. Something. Yeah. We're something. We're something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So hopefully, like like we discussed, hopefully the Mets um, hold off. I think they will. I I, I, I like their chances. It, 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 you know, a lot of people tend to think that they, they've um, completely like tanked and like lost their lead because no, they're not playing no. well. But they had an article no. in Fangraphs actually that showed um the National League rest record from June one and July one and from August one and the Mets have the, the like the third best record in each month with like six ten winning percentages. Yeah. The Braves have just been at seventy five percent win percentage. Yeah, they've been playing great. Yeah. I mean I think yeah. the Braves the Braves are one of the biggest threats overall to win everything it's not it just happened to me in the Mets division but uh the Mets with that pitching staff I think that they could be the ones to beat the Dodgers clearly so I th- I certainly think you got better than even chance of 
of uh, going a long way. I hope so. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's the time, you know, it's, uh, these seasons don't just getting in the playoffs, which uh, they had a nice playoff um, celebration. I think they were all pretty new with the, with, right. you know, that the bigger picture was at hand. So they weren't really uh, too excited, right. which was cool to see, you know, they didn't, um, it's like to act like you've been here, even if you haven't been there, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, a lot of those guys yeah, haven't. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll see them coming it's, together. And I think it's, you know, Buck, Buck, Buck has been the best, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he's really giving them a, a direction, you know? Yep. Um, <laughs> That's exactly it just gets what scary had. in the playoffs because that second round, Rob is, I, I believe it's a best of five. Series. Yeah. What do you think about and that? So, I think it should be seven. I think it should be seven there because now now you're down to what you're down to eight teams at that point, right? Yeah. So so let's say you're you're let's say you're even the Dodgers. Forget about you being the Mets. You're the Dodgers. You won all these games and you lose game one of that series. Now all of a sudden, you're in a little bit of trouble. I mean, you can lose only one more game, um, and then you know, or your season is over. And I, I just feel like the five-game series is pretty rough for a team, like especially like the Dodgers that have won all these games and are just such a fantastic team. Um, but, you know, especially they could be in since, that position. Yeah, and especially since teams might – I mean, teams have been doing it in every round the last couple of playoffs. But I think they – in a short – three game series that they'll do a lot with the pitching to try to, you know, right. keep the lead closed and more willingness to take a guy out and just cycle through yeah. your elite pitchers. Yeah. So, and, and then, yeah, sure. so to go into a shorter, a, another short series after that and not like get your guys to be able to line up and I don't know, but I guess that's the whole thing. And maybe they're, they're trying to mirror what like real baseball has become, but um, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's going to be yeah, interesting for- because for I'm looking at a guy like Dodgers. Spencer Strider, and I'm I'm just wondering if the, the Braves' best way to utilize him is to bring him in uh, in case I, anyone has a bad first game. Like, if they don't win the division and they have the wild card round, Max Reed will probably throw game one. Right. But um, maybe Freed Morton, you know, like, it probably should be Freed Strider Morton or Freed Morton Strider, right. but, right. you know, why not have Strider come in in case any of them just tank, you know? He'd be, he could give you like six fantastic innings. You know I know I mean? he might. So I don't know. He might be best utilized that way. Maybe they, maybe they use him like that. I don't know. It'll be, um, it'll be interesting to see. Well, I was going to just one more point, Rob. I was going to say, you know, the Dodgers for as great as they are, they don't really have a shutdown ace pitcher. So what's Clayton Kershaw? You're right. Well, Kershaw is very good, but I, I'm not sure he's at what he used to be. And Urias, Urias is, a, I don't think he's a shutdown guy either. They're both very good. I'm just, they're not up to the Mets or the Braves level, in my opinion, in terms of starting pitchers. So I, we'll see. I mean, I mean, I would agree with, in, in a way, in a way, because the Grom Scherzer sounds, you know, it's it not the only sound, but it is. But I mean, yeah, I feel like everyone's disrespecting Clayton Kershaw. He just he's been on fire. So so if it's Kershaw against Scherzer, let's just say uh, you're gonna say you would bet against Scherzer. 
No, no, I wouldn't say I'm I'm not saying I'd bet against Scherzer, but it's not fucking Miles Mikolas. Oh no, no, no. It's <laughs> not mean, like he's uh, the guy's no, got a two point no. three nine ERA still this year. Right, still. But, but I mean if, if Kershaw gives up two runs, then then I, I just think, think uh, that people are disrespecting him a little yeah. bit. You know, maybe right, Urias. Very... If you don't think Urias is a shutdown guy, he might not be a shutdown guy, but he, I mean, he's good. He's, he's good. Not Jacob he's good. Rom. He's not. Uh, yeah, he, I, I don't mean, think he's even Max only Fried. One Max Fried makes Max Fried versus Julio Urias. Who do, would you rather start? Fried. You start. Yes. But it's not like um, it's it's not like that big of a difference. I mean, I just okay. feel like Fried. I, I don't know. I've watched more Freed, so I'm like, I guess, a little more biased to Freed because I've seen a lot of him. He's very um, good. He's very yeah. Good. Good pitcher. Yeah. But yeah. I, I I don't know. I just feel like. Right, so the only point is they could lose game one. I mean, I'm yeah. playing, any team can lose game one, but they lose game one. Let's say Kershaw is pitching game one. They lose that game. I mean, that's that's trouble. That's trouble. And it's trouble for any team, but. You know, it's uh, I think best of five makes it more urgent. And I'm not sure that's right for a team that won as many games as the Dodgers. Yeah, that's all. Yep, that's all. I mean, yeah, you have home field, but then you've just lost a game on your home park and you have one. Uh, it, it, the games left are two and two. And I mean, I just feel like I mean, they'll probably win the, the, the first round they're in, but. Um, I'm just, I just don't know if it gave them enough credit for what they did. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I think they, they have the type of team though, that can handle it. Like, uh, sure. they'll cycle they through a lot, a lot, lot of veterans. Really good have, pitchers. Yeah. They have Mookie Betts. They have, uh, you know, uh, they have Trey Turner. They have, all, they have all these guys, Justin Turner. They have Will Smith at catcher. They're, they're loaded. No doubt. Yeah. Yep. They're loaded. All right, Todd. Good stuff, man. All right, Rob. Thank you, and we'll uh, hopefully we'll get this uh, next article out more uh, more on time for everybody. All right, cool. Sounds good, bud. Thank you. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another Poor Hitter podcast. This is Rob D. Hit me up on Twitter at that Poor Hitter if you have any fantasy advice questions these last couple of weeks or days. And uh, wish everyone well. Close out the season. Bring home some championships. Don't be a bag of shit to anyone in your league. Even if you win by a lot. Nice, you know, good taunting. Good line of taunting. Make it quick and then just move on. Next year is the new year. All right. Peace.